Hello, food world. It's Robert Crutchfield, your favorite foodie friend, with another episode of Crutchfield Cooks, the podcast. This time around, we're going to have another episode where we talk about one of my favorite ingredients. In this case, the potato. A lot of people, when they think potato, they think russets, maybe Yukon Golds. But did you know that there are actually over 200 different kinds of potatoes sold in the United States? And that early in McDonald's history, they had a big issue because their, their French fries were very inconsistent because they would be buying different kinds of potatoes in different parts of the country that they had restaurants in. So they went through a very elongated bit of a process as far as product development, trying to figure out which potato out of these 200 different kinds they should standardize all their restaurants on so that their fries would be consistent from one location to another. And that's how they came to standardize on russet potatoes, which as far as I know are the same potatoes they use even now. But it just goes to show you what that means. If you go to do like they did and start a chain around the country, some of the kind of things you get tripped up by is potato doesn't necessarily mean exactly the same thing in different parts of the country. Interestingly enough, we think of the potato as an American thing. But it's actually an important part of the food supply worldwide. And another interesting thing about potatoes, to circle back, is that in 1995, a potato was even grown in space. Back to potatoes and the food supply, which leads us into our next point. Back in the late, uh, back in the middle, rather, 19th century, Ireland had a, probably one of the worst famines uh, history has ever recorded. And one of the central foods that were missing during this famine was the potato. Between 1845 and 1849, a million people in Ireland died from famine alone. Another million to million and a half immigrated here to the United States, which is how we got our Irish communities in some of our larger cities, which exist even now. The potato comes from the Native American word batata, B-A-T-A-T-A. And one of the things I like about the potato is its range of ways you can use it. You can bake it. You can mash it. You can fry it in half a dozen different ways. Fries alone, Fried alone, there's French fries, there's home fries, there's waffle fries. All a little bit different. All potatoes. There's even loaded fries. In Canada, they even make what they call poutine, which is a dish that involves French fries and a gravy of sorts, among other things. Which, in a way, is sort of a sister dish to loaded fries. So there's a great deal of variety involved in 
working with potatoes, which is one of the reasons why they're one of my favorite ingredients. Now, I want to, before we get too far, dive into some of the nutritional aspects of potatoes. Potatoes, as they come out of the ground, interestingly enough, are not that bad for us. What's bad for us is like I talked about a while ago, we want to deep fry them. We want to load them down with butter and sour cream and bacon bits and cheese and, you know, half a pound of brisket and whatever else we got laying around the kitchen. That's where a lot of your nutrition problems with the potatoes come into play. Now, having said that, your average potato contains about 18% of a day's allowance of sodium. So certainly if you're looking at doing a heart-healthy diet or you have some kind of cardiological health concerns, you might want to be a little careful. Food is enjoyable. Food is a thread that runs through almost every part of our life, but food is also fuel. And if you look at it from that standpoint, it takes about 12 minutes of running to consume the calories from an average potato. But for those calories, among other things, you get 10% your daily allowance of protein, 7% of your allowance of fiber, 16% of your daily allowance of vitamin C. But one of the things that people think about with potatoes is the carbohydrates, which from another health standpoint, if you're a diabetic or you have concerns along those lines, including any form of insulin resistance, you're trying to watch your carbs. Your average potato only has 3% of your daily allowance of carbs. So potatoes in their normal state, even for somebody with those kind of health concerns, not necessarily a bad play. Like I've talked about here a couple of minutes ago, what you may need to do is consider whatever potato or potato dish you're making, consider baking it instead of frying it. If you are going to fry it, look for an oil that is lower in saturated fat. Try, well, with or without the issue with the oil, it's always a good idea when cooking with, when frying potatoes in particular, to drain them on a paper towel after you cook them and before you either eat them or include them in whatever other dish that you're compiling. You also may want to, if you're not cooking strictly for yourself, split a potato with another person and consider pairing it with a non-starchy vegetable. And the big thing I talked about a while ago is be careful how much stuff you go piling on your potato. Do you really need all that ketchup? Do you really need butter and sour cream? Do you need 
there, there are ways of adapting what you're doing, mitigate the impact of the negative nutrition aspects of a potato and emphasizing the positive aspect of a potato. One of the positive aspects of a potato from a nutrition standpoint is they tend to be filling. That's one reason why we like them, especially if we're a little short on money. Meat is expensive. Potatoes tend to be cheap. They're like two, three bucks for a five-pound bag. Come on. <laughs> so, you know, the natural instinct is to fill up on potatoes and eat less of the, the more expensive things. So from a nutrition standpoint, as understandable as those budget concerns are, we have to not let the budget aspect of things completely dominate our thinking. Obviously, it's going to be a big factor, but we also need to factor in what's going on with our with our health and how to leverage things like the 10% of your daily allowance of protein you get with potatoes, which to me was a little bit of a surprise, and to de-emphasize de a little bit some of the negative aspects like the, the carbohydrates and the sodium and the additional fat and calories and cholesterol and whatnot from how we cook the potatoes and what we load on top of them. You can go on the internet, and because potatoes are such a dominating food source around the country, you can find innumerable different ways to fix them. So they're a great way of introducing variety into your menus. I encourage you to experiment. I encourage you to play around with them a little bit. Try some different things, and hopefully you'll find that, like with me, they become one of your favorite ingredients. So we continue our journey next time to learn more and eat better. This is Robert Crutchfield for Crutchfield Cooks. Enjoy.